You're listening to Audio Theater in a Darker Shade. This is DarkerProjects.com. Now our feature presentation. Once we're airborne, just before the in-flight movie. Let's get out of here. Scotty would have been proud, partner. Nice job. Well, we do have a three-hour ride back, so I can go over in intricate detail the new mathematics I had to come up with and implement in order to get here in three hours. And I want to know what the heck is going on. Right now, Judah, I'm not even sure what's going on. Space, the final battleground. For many years, Starfleet had tried to maintain peace within the United Federation of Planets, but that alliance has become strained by numerous forces of opposition. The threat of Armageddon now lurks in every shadow. These are desperate times. We are the desperate measure. Give me a Saurian brandy. You sure you wouldn't want something a little stronger? This stuff's already registered throughout half the Federation is potentially deadly. So am I. Who the? <gasps> well, if it isn't my old boss, Pat O'Keefe. Oh, don't bother to shake hands. You can't. You're effectively paralyzed from the neck down. And forget about screaming for help. Your voice won't listen to you either. Back? Yeah. Seems the retirement home got kind of boring for me. Oh, by the way, Branna sends his regards. I... don't know what you're talking about. Give me a break. I'm sure you've guessed by now that I escaped that ice ball I got sent to. Even met your spawn along the way. Big boy. Real brute you might say. You... You... Made a deal with Brannis? He sent you to kill me? Nah. Brannis is no longer in a position to make any deals with anyone anymore. But he was bummed out that you stopped being such a good customer. I... Still paid him to look after my son. You mean keep the kid out of sight so as not to make you look bad for having a drug freak in the family. 
bad publicity for a status seeker, isn't it? After all, the higher-ups like to keep their squeaky clean image. Now why don't we make this easy? You tell me who set me up and why, and then we can both go about our business. Federation... Bigwigs. They needed a name. Go on. They asked 31 for an agent to do a job. Tough job. You were the only one I thought could do it. Had... Had to be sure. Now we're getting somewhere. So all this stuff with the knockout gas, Rurapente, it was all a test. Looks like you passed. You even managed to get the Klingons involved. That's a hell of a feat considering their position on honor and all. So, who are these Federation muckety-mucks? And what's so important that they need me for it? Scientist. What scientist? Romulan. He invented a device. The Federation wants it. For what? What does it do? Makes holes in the fabric of space. What the hell for? Don't know. I need names, O'Keefe. Tell me who's behind this. Can't. Don't play games with me, man. You're in no position. They'll kill me. And you don't think I won't? Your oath. You won't kill another member of 31. <sighs> hmm. Maybe you've got something there. Hey, Fangface! Your mother licks Ferengi lobes! Whoa! It wasn't me, pal. It was this guy. Well, don't you look a mess. That's why people shouldn't go into dives like that, you know. Bad company. Now fess up, O'Keefe. Who's behind this? Trust me, I can stop the pain and see to it that nobody ever lays a hand on you, no matter how high up they are. Weaver? Weaver? Artemis Weaver? But he's a Federation diplomat. Is that it? Anyone else? Come on, O'Keefe. Not yet! Not yet! Damn it. Thank you for joining us this evening, Minister Char. I hope you enjoy this evening's festivities. Ambassador, I have the privilege of introducing the Lord Mac, Grand Sentinel of Novacrown. Uh, Mac, you say? Uh, welcome to the Ambassador's Ball. Yes, I've traveled quite a distance to meet you, Ambassador Weaver. Captain O'Keefe told me many interesting things about you. Well, uh, O'Keefe, yes, of course. Would you care to join me in my private chambers, Lord Mac? By all means, lead on. 
You can imagine my surprise at this unexpected visit, Commander. Oh, please have a seat. Can I pour you something to drink, by the way? No. I like to keep a clear head these days. Unlike O'Keefe. Ah, yes. I heard about his unfortunate uh, accident through my channels. Then I imagine your channels have already told you I escaped Repente. Indeed. You would seem to be every bit as remarkable as O'Keefe said you were. I dare say those diplomatic credentials you showed this evening look most genuine. I'm sure you didn't bring me in here to discuss my forgery talents, Weaver. I was set up, and I want to know what the deal is with this Romulan scientist and a certain piece of technology that you and your partner seem to want. Or should I just say Chancellor Varg of the Klingon Empire? Oh, my, my. O'Keefe really had a terrible case of confession, didn't he? Up to a point. Oh, and thanks for confirming it was Varg who made the arrangements for my little trial. If one cannot be king, it helps to have friends in other lofty places to get one's orders carried out. I am so delighted you are able to find me. I have a mission for you. <laughs> Here it comes. You've no doubt heard about the noted Romulan scientist, Dr. Selick, and his accomplishments in the field of focused annihilatory energy. Unfortunately, my newspaper subscription ran out before I could get the whole story. Dr. Selick has devised an interesting piece of technology that can not only contain, but also focus the energy produced during matter-antimatter collisions. This can then be redirected for a variety of uses, such as profound power source for starships, and even planets. One theory supposes that something like that could even be modified to manufacture custom-sized black holes. Oh, purely for their energy potential, of course, and not for the possibility of their use as super weapons. <laughs> Naturally. I think you see the importance of bringing Selleck over to our side, as it were, in the best interests of the Federation. Yeah, yeah. For the good of homeland security. I've heard that one before. You know how treacherous the Romulans can be, Commander. With this technology in our safe hands, the United Federation of Planets can finally assure peace. Surely you wouldn't want to risk the Romulans accidentally unleashing this equipment on one of our own Starfleet ships, say, uh, the USS Defiant? Anything is possible where they are concerned, you know. You have quite a way of putting things into perspective. So where do I find this Dr. Selleck? Our intelligence reports indicate his facility is located on a small jungle moon orbiting Alpha Volantis. You will need to obtain the doctor, and, and if possible, the prototype machine. You'll rendezvous with Section 31 operatives Delta Doradus, near Starbase 173, and we will take them both into protective custody. You'll be a hero. In fact, I understand a comfortable position has just opened up in Section 31 command since the untimely demise of our poor... Captain Nice little ride.
Let's see. Camouflage mode. Ooh, mini cloak, huh? Bet you can't get that at the local dealership. All right, Doc. Let's see if we can't track your biosignature. Due north, about a click. Let's see who's home. get inside this place. Guess the front door's out. Ha! Ah, perimeter guards. Thanks, guys. Okay, Doc. Now let's see where you're hiding. Then the Praetor said... Then it's time for you guys to go off duty. Ugh. Ah, the handy floor directory. These Romulans think of everything. Laboratory and testing area A. Keep left. Sounds good. I hope this disguise continues to hold out for me. What in the hell have you guys done? That's Andronicus Minor! But how? It's in the same system as... You there. Um, yes sir. Help me with this power coupling. Er, of course. That should do it. Yeah, thank you. If I may say, sir, this is a most amazing project. However, that planet is not known to me. To me either. We have effectively opened a controlled rift into another neighboring world. This could be an amazing breakthrough in transdimensional transportation. The wings of the Romulan Empire could span an entirely new universe. The name of Selic will become one of honor. You are a hero to us all, Doctor. Can I bring you some refreshment? No, thank you. My shift is half over. Very good, sir. Your shift is over. Isn't it a bit early for shift end? New policy takes effect today. Half-time shifts have been instituted to comply with new work fairness statutes. It's an OSHA thing. What's OSHA? Office of Strategic Hijacking and Anarchy. And I'm not only a member, I'm also the president. Have a nice nap. Ugh. Yes, on. Okay, people, now it's time for some good old-fashioned chaos. 
take a deep breath. But first, I gotta disconnect these ventilation blowers. Can't be having this funk out of here too quickly now, can we? And what's this? For emergency use only. Breathing apparatuses. Ah, you guys are regular Boy Scouts. Right. Let's get out of here and keep the troops from getting back in. Dr. Selleck, I need to get you out of here. I'll carry you. Here, put on this gas mask. Hey, my machine. Don't worry, I got it. Let's go. I think you can take your mask off, Doctor. We've come quite away from the facility, soldier. Shouldn't we go back? Look, Doc, I gotta level with you. I'm not a Romulan soldier. Am I being kidnapped? Kidnap is an ugly word, Doc. Let's just say I'm liberating you. Sorry to do that to you, Doc. But what you've been doing inside that complex is some pretty heavy stuff. And your countrymen just aren't ready for it. You gotta trust me. I'm gonna take you someplace safe. You won't come to any harm. Ugh. Hmm. <laughs> they feed you well in that place, I see. Now don't you worry. My ship is nearby, and we'll soon be out of here. Have the device? Yep. Give it to me. Nope. You had orders to bring it back with you. You are to relinquish it. I said I'd bring it back to Weaver, and that's who I'm giving this thing to. I take it he's around here somewhere? Affirmative. Good. Now why don't you just take me to him and we can wrap this caper up? Very well. Follow me. Ah, Commander. Back from another successful mission, I see. And it looks like you brought me a present. Well, the Romulans don't typically stock Whitman samplers. 
<laughs> oh, always the sense of humor. An unusual quality in a Section 31 operative. But then, ours is such a serious business. Federation security. Ours? Commander, surely you weren't naive enough to think I was simply an ambassador. Everyone reports to someone in this world, and O'Keefe reported to me. Must have missed that memo. It's of no consequence anymore. I think I've found a much more reliable replacement. What say you to the title? Administrative Director. I'd say I'm not a good desk jockey. I'd also say I don't care to work for guys who use threats as an attempt to motivate me. Ah, my earlier comment about the Defiant. You can't have thought I was serious about that. Oh, Mac, you have been out of it for a while. But now we have more important things to discuss, namely... That piece of equipment under your arm, is that the device? Yeah. Although I think your intel might have been a little askew. I saw this thing in action at the labs, and it does a little more than just focus energy. This thing can rip holes into the fabric of space itself. Then it is even better that we have it now instead of the Romulans. Quit playing dumb with me, Weaver. You knew all along this thing could breach the spatial continuum. <clears throat> no. But we knew enough to suspect that it could. Think of the applications, Mac. The Federation could once again boldly go where no one has gone before. Well, that is except, perhaps, for the late Commodore Matthew Decker. Uh-huh. I figured as much when I saw Andronicus Minor. Some familiar territory for you? From your youth, perhaps. Did you perform your Sentinel training there? It is, after all, so close to the planet Novacron. I couldn't tell you about Sentinel training if I wanted to. Right now, that's not an issue. With that device, we will soon be able to establish our own ties with your people, bring them into the Federation, share in their vast knowledge of the worlds beyond our own. Decker mentioned the amazing advances the Novacrons had in technology, having blended the very best of the knowledge they gained through their numerous Sentinels. Oh, they must be a remarkable people, Mac. You should be proud! If I cannot offer you a higher post with Section 31, then at least let me make you the Federation's ambassador to Novacron. <sighs> let me tell you something about Novacron. At least what I can actually remember. They like to stay out of the way. Keep things balanced. They used to be pretty nasty fighters in the old days. But they got their acts together. Decided to pursue great heights in the arts and sciences instead. They just wanted to keep to themselves and make themselves better. But to what end? To vanquish their enemies? Gain dominion over all they surveyed? No. Not everyone is out there to conquer the universe. What they wanted was to master themselves and their understanding of their own reality. Ah, the mythical utopian society. Such a noble pursuit. Pointless, but noble. Rest assured, our diplomatic corps will help them see the light. With their partnership in the Federation, their secrets gained from a thousand worlds, we will become the ultimate civilization. Our technology will overshadow those of the races around us. No one will challenge us, and we will finally achieve the long-sought-after dream of peace. Peace through superior firepower. Yeah, I've heard that one before, too. Saw a guy in Alabama with it on a t-shirt once. I'm very surprised by your reaction, Commander. You, who are known on so many worlds as Death Incarnate, 
or the Eternal Soldier. Oh yes, Mac. We have a more extensive library on you than you think. There are records about you stretching from one quadrant to another, down through the centuries. Oh, but one thing puzzles us, though. Why have you not simply returned home? No way of getting there. When a sentinel is sent off-world, he's mind-locked to prevent him from spilling too many details about the home planet. When his mission is over, he's recalled. And your mission is not yet over? I guess not. Now wouldn't it be a shame if something were to have happened in your absence, and they weren't able to bring you back, back to your home and your family? Or maybe they simply forgot about you. Haven't you ever lain awake wondering what happened to them? This is your ticket home, Commander. It can be the end of a very, very long mission. You wanted to retire from it all? Here's your golden opportunity. If they were ready for me to come back, they would have brought me back. Look, Decker found Novacron by accident. Some weird set of cosmic circumstances got him there. It was only their technology that got him and his crew back home, but only because of his promise to leave him be. That's how they like it. And indeed, he kept his promise. However, I made no such deal with them. Now, if you'll be so kind as to hand me that device... And if I refuse... Then you won't make it out that door alive. Do you really think you can stop me? For as close to immortal as you are, Commander, even you can be disintegrated. Now, if you please, the portal generator... And what's to stop you from fragging me after I give it to you? Nothing, really. But I will say, it would make things so much easier, mutually, to have a Novacron on our side for negotiations, and for the imminent, if you'll pardon the expression, new Federation order. <sighs> All right, have it your way. I always knew you were a sensible man. What can I say? Looks like you got all the cards. Section 31 plays for keeps, Mac. It's all or nothing. I guess you're right. Maybe it is time to go home. I'm getting too old for this mess. You'll thank me for it someday, Ambassador. Trust me. We will contact you through the usual channels to brief you on our progress and your new duties. Yeah, whatever. Hold it right there. I have orders to interrogate the prisoner. I wasn't made aware of any such orders. Look, Ace, are we or are we not a covert operation? Big secrets, need-to-know basis, that sort of thing? Yes. Well, this is one of those things that you didn't need to know. Are you here for my interrogation or execution? Around here, anything's possible. But I'll level with you. That spatial ripper thing you built has made quite a stir. I have no intention of revealing its secrets. The Federation can torture me all at once. I will reveal nothing. And I plan to keep it that way. Time to go for another ride, Doc. Home? Yeah. But first we gotta get out of here. Judah, two to beam up.
Nice pickup. Now head this thing over to the third moon of Alpha Volantis. Alpha Vo... Isn't that kind of like in Romulan territory? Well, where else would we take this guy to get him home? Uh, what happened to him? Um, bump on the head. He won't remember it. Right now, I don't think he'll remember a whole lot about what he's seen. Or what he's invented. Was it a real doomsday weapon, Mac? Any tool can be a weapon in the wrong hands, Judah. I hate to say it, but I think I'm starting to get used to your cryptic answers to my questions. That's why you're such a good Starfleet officer, amigo. Did you hear the latest rumor about Selleck's project? Something about ripping a hole through the fabric of space and time and seeing another planet through it. It would be a glorious day for the... Must get home. What, Jim? Okay, Doc. You just sit here with your pals and when they come to, you can all go home and have a nice sandwich. Or whatever you guys eat around here. Soup. Yeah. I like some soup. Alright, Judah, let's get this bird back where it belongs. So, where to next, Mac? I say we head back to my little old safe house. It's just about Miller time. So, Section 31 still has a Romulan weapon, huh? Hmm. That reminds me. Can you amplify the signal from this wrist pad? Sure. Just a second. Chief Weaver, what is it? Hey, Weaver. Ah, yes, Mac. What can I do for you? Do you still have that Romulan hole punch thing with you? Of course. In fact, I have someone on his way to bring the good doctor to me to give an overview on how it works. Ha <laughs> ha Oh, you really think Selleck's just gonna spill the beans that easily, huh? We have our means of persuasion, Mac. Well, before you start that party, do me a favor. Oh, of course. What is it? Beware of Romulans bearing gifts. Huh? What are you talking about? Nobody threatens me, Weaver. And they sure as hell don't threaten my homeworld. Now, I know I may never get back to it, but I can live with that as long as I know you and your goons won't get to it either. What are you talking about? Sir, sir, the prisoner's not in his cell. What? He went back where he belongs, Weaver. And you're next. No way in hell, Mac. You will never get within a millimeter of me. I'm untouchable. You will be under arrest for collaboration with the Romulans. We will hunt you down and... Boom. Aw, uh, Mac. Please tell me you didn't do what I just think you did. He got what he deserved. You just blew up a Section 31 ranking officer. You heard him. You're going to be Federation enemy number one. Nah. He was a liability. Both to 31 and to Federation diplomatic relationships. I made my report to the appropriate brass back on Artis Four, and they cleared me to eliminate the rogue element. The guy was bad mojo, Judah. The higher-ups knew about it, but their hands were tied. They had their suspicions that he was up to no good and needed proof. I gave it to him and just played along. Trust me, I did 31 and the Federation a 
big favor. But what about the machine? It could have finally brought you home. <sighs> yeah, it could have. But then I thought about something a wise old Vulcan once said. What was that? That the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Or the one. My god! A Federation ambassador? And part of Section 31? I didn't think you could be both. Sure, why not? It's a great cover to gather information, isn't it? Remember when I first joined Defiant? I came on as a lowly midshipman? Kind of odd for an intelligence officer, huh? Hey, you know, I never really thought about that. Well, I did rise to the captain's inner circle pretty quickly back then, didn't I? Hmm. I just have trouble believing that somebody like Weaver, who helped keep the peace so well, could have had such a sinister agenda. Well, he did. We live in a universe of ideals, Tom. Sometimes people get blinded by that idealism and miss the fact that beneath the silver lining, there can also be a dark cloud. Sort of like me, in a way, I guess. But, Mac, you're nothing like Weaver. Or, what, what was that other guy's name? The guy who set up your trial on Kotnosh. Admiral Varg. Yeah, him. What happened to him, by the way? I take it you, um, sanctioned him? Much harder to do in our political climate, Tom. But don't think I didn't try. He disappeared shortly after Weaver's death. Official word was that he died in a skirmish with the Romulans near Ichabar. That's right on the border between the two empires. Pretty much. And not all that far from Starbase 173, either. Makes you wonder, huh? Well, fortunately, things seem to be back where they should be once again. The Destroyer's finally gone. You're back with the crew, and even Delona seems to be recovering from that infection in her throat. Seems like we'll be ready for action pretty soon. Soon is never fast enough. You have been listening to Star Trek The Section 31 Files. Escape from Muripente Part 3, written and directed by Mark Kalita. Featured in the cast were Mark Kalita as Mac, Ellie Hirschman as Weaver and Tom Backus, Ben Harmer as O'Keefe, David Alt as Selleck, Judah Fries as Lieutenant Judah, Amanda Fitzwater as the Section 31 operative, Bill Hallweg, Eric Busby, and Jim Barber as the Romulan Guards. This episode was produced by Eric Busby. Post-production work by Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production. No attempt has been made to infringe or supersede any other existing copyright in relation to Star Trek, which remains the property of Paramount Pictures.